Yo, what's good? This is Tim Larry, and I was just on Just Finesse Presents. Just, just Finesse, you my Just Finesse. Hey, baby, what's good? What's popping? If you don't ask the question, then it's not Just Finesse. So, white or yellow, Gary? Ah, uh, yellow. I said I like this. <laughs> I said I like this. Yeah, you got. But you have to walk up some stairs. Everything was oh, glass. Uh, anyway, I talked about yes. They, it was a concert. Yeah, we. I planned the concert. I literally. <laughs> you, had, you heard them on speed out. Literally. Dog is out in air. My dog is out in air. Give it up, tell me how to pull up here. Yes, finesse presents. Baby was good. Was popping. You know. For whatever, for whatever reason, from the powers that be, they told me I should stop saying that it's another day in this wretched country that we were looking for a sponsor. So we should stop saying that there's no sponsor. So I'm going to say it. it's another day in this wretched country. And I'm going to clap for myself because as y'all know, if you don't clap for yourself, who's going to clap for you? If you can hear my voice, if you can hear my voice, you are listening to Jess, popularly known as Jess Finesse. And we're on yet another episode of Jess Finesse Presents. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. And if you're not new here, welcome back. Um, I just came back from Kenya and it was such a lovely experience. And imagine coming, like going to such a lovely place like Kenya and then coming back to your own Lagos and it's just like, why am I here? But I'm here to make money. I'm here to hustle. I'm here to do what they do. And I'm here to do what they do with a very special guest, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I don't, I don't, not boys and girls because we cuss on this podcast, but uh, people of all genders, all races, all nationalities, you are welcome. And we are here to welcome the one, the only Tim Larry. What's happening? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, you know, can't complain. I asked you this off the podcast, but I want to ask you this on the pod. So you put up here by yourself, solo dolo, on your mm-hmm. one, right? <laughs> and I said, okay, where's your entourage, right? Because you artists like to move like yeah. you are going to war. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, this, you know, simple guy, you know, nice fit, just put up. I mean, I've always seen you as a chill, simple guy. Um, and I've seen you out and about, but like, this, mm-hmm. this is you coming to my territory. And I'm yeah. like, okay, where's your squad? Where's your goons? Where's your, you know, your, your, um... If anything's about to pop off, I have, you know, my people behind me. Mm-hmm. I asked you if you move with with um with entourage. You said it depends. Yeah. And I said, okay, how many people do you move with? You said you can move from a range, you can move with people in numbers of ranges from like three people to fifteen people. Mm-hmm. Then I asked you, I said, okay, on what occasion do you know when to pull up with three people or fifteen people? And I want you to explain <laughs> to my family, the 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 finesse family, the the finesse presents family. How you know when to pull up with three goons to an event or to a spot <laughs> versus 15? Okay, the first thing I'll tell you is like, you definitely don't plan when it gets out. And like, when I'm starting to have more than 10 people, then it's not planned to have more than 10 people. Because sometimes it's like, I'm moving with like Chop Life Crew, for example. Okay, okay. So, Ooh, shout out to nice like that. Yeah, nice like that. We may have like 30 people at the end of the night. Like, no, but who, but, but who orchestrates this? Like, is it a manager? The, like, is you that's telling my guy? I'm a guy where they pull up. Oh. Okay, so I have my manager. He'll probably pull up with like a couple people, right? Who are and the then, people your manager's pulling up with? They're friends as well. Like they're like friends from like work. I but guess. are they like, your manager's friends or your friends? Both, like because my manager is someone I've known friend. for a long time. Okay, okay. So it's like it, they're like they'll probably just pull up for you know. Mm-hmm. moral support let's see that's moral what support. it is okay. okay okay so your managers <laughs> and then yeah and then maybe like I have my own friends as well who want to come so maybe like three or four people how do you determine it the depends. friends you allow to come with you as entourage to certain places 
it kind of depends like i don't like usually just whoever is around or who wants to like you know but also like sometimes i just don't want to go anywhere with like as many people okay so i could just tell everybody no what happens when the friends that you invite go and invite their own friends then like you're doing too much like (laughs) okay what happens what happens when you you're at a performance for a show Mm. and the allotted number of tickets they give you is like five Mm -hmm. But you've already informed, or whatever for whatever reason, fifteen people are like, "I'm going with Tim Larry to this show." Yeah. How do you know how you how do you do process of elimination? I mean, of a lot of the time, I would tell my manager to handle it. <laughs> because <laughs> oh, like i'm sorry like we spoke i know we spoke about this before the podcast mm-hmm. but i'll tell him to handle it because like you know i definitely do not want 15 people to come here with me so like Thanks. i don't know how we're gonna like figure it out but. you just reminded me yet again i think since i started this podcast and i've started like you know um, meeting artists and then have a conversation with artists, right? Mm-hmm. Each one of y'all will come on this podcast and remind me why I <laughs> being a manager was never for me. There was once upon a time in my life where I really wanted to be an artist manager, like so bad. Like I was yeah. ready to put my own dreams to the side. What would you say was the thing that like pushed you? Off the Bro, edge? I don't. It was multiple things. It was multiple things from different yeah. angles. But today, what you yeah, said today tough. about let's say an artist goes out of their way. To go and invite twenty people, mm. well, maybe we've already discussed that you can only bring four people, and for whatever for whatever reason it goes out of hand, and then it's twenty, and you now say, "Oh, my manager should handle it." I'm thinking about myself. Do I want to be the one that start telling people, "Yeah, you're uninvited. You're uninvited. You can't come no more." Yeah, um, it's the show is canceled. Meanwhile, we're in the car pulling up to the show. I don't know if I want to do that with my life. So, thank you, Tim. You know, for making me realize Jeez. that artist management may not be for me. No, sometimes someone just has to take on for the team. I, the managers are the force field, the punching bag, the one that they'll all ring curses on everything. But it's a job that is not suitable for everyone. So I completely understand we that. We appreciate the managers. We we appre- who's your manager anyway? Let's My appreciate manager's him. name is Sean. Sean, wherever you are, all the shots that Tim and his, you know, shenanigans have put you through. Um, just know that you have people like Justin S who are, who are sympathetic yeah. with your, with your plights. Um, but hopefully y'all are making money, so it's all gonna be worthy. Of course. <laughs> okay, so you're on Justin S presents. Mm-hmm. Very simple concept. Um, I invite interesting people, or allow my producer or people to recommend interesting people for me to interview. Yes. Um, there's two sets of people: people I've met like in the industry or in the real world, and then they come on, or people I've never met before. So you mm-hmm. fall in line with like people that I've met before, right? Mm-hmm. But we've never we've never had any deep conversation. Like everything yeah, no, has been no, by proxy really. of like just industry yeah. stuff and we just know ourselves mm-hmm. so it'd be really cool to you know get to you know hear what you have to say and kind of like pick your brain your personality and stuff on the podcast so we got different topics and we got them on my handy dandy hand fans yes. all right <laughs> so as we talk about these topics we got to do it over a very important meal all right yes. <laughs> this thing on the table is my holy grail all right <laughs> if not for this thing there would not be nothing like just finesse presents as in when we were planning this podcast this thing was an integral part in why I even decided to even say, okay, you know what? I'm going to come out of podcasting hibernation. Let's do this. No, right? And the reason why I choose this lovely grain on the table, this lovely cereal, apparently um, 
Gary can be considered a serial. I just learned that on this podcast. That's interesting. Very interesting. I didn't know it either until I came here. Um, news to me. Is that it's a food or a meal that cuts across like all socioeconomic classes. Yes. Like if you're rich, you can drink Gary. If you mm. poor, if you're looking for 2K, let me not say poor. If you're still hustling for your 2K, <laughs> if you're waiting for your big break, if your big break don't Gary come and you already blow, anybody can drink this thing here. And if you don't drink it, you a hater. <laughs> because there's a few guests that's come on my podcast that's like, oh, we can't drink Gary. Come I love y'all still. <laughs> yeah, but 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 yeah. So no, as an Ijebu man, I can appreciate this. Like, um, as you said, Ijebu, I already know the one you're going to pick. <laughs> to <level. laughs> no, of course, like there's no way I can't be drinking yellow Gary. You I'll be, be shaming my my tribe. So wait, hold on. If you if you were of a different tribe, would you drink yellow Gary? <laughs> Maybe, but we'll never know. <laughs> we'll never know, Abby. Damn. Okay, well, so far for asking why you're yellow because wait, my so guy already you've never had white. <laughs> No, so you never had yellow. yellow. I've never drunk it. Like I've eaten like the. I actually feel like so the is like better like than the white. One. Have you eaten? Have you used white Gary for Eba before? Yes, like I prefer the yellow Eba actually. Like you need to but change. Like when you're drinking Gary, I just can't. Like I don't. My brain can't just handle. Is this Ministry of like, Agriculture or something? Who do we need to talk to <laughs> to change the PR of Yellow Gary? That yellow guy is also safe to drink. Because I make it seem like it's dangerous to drink. Like, oh my God, I would die if I drink yellow guy. I just have never tried Damn. this. Do you know, for the sake of your podcast, I'm going to try it. I said, let me do it for you. Let's go, let's go, let's go. So, like, this is a first in the history. May your, may, your, may, may your album get one million streets. Amen, amen. If it's not there already, so get actually, one. It's over two million. It's over two million. So. I need to wash my mouth out with soap. How can I disrespect... How can I disrespect? Yeah. I had to like search my brain as well <laughs> to realize. It's going to be 3 million by the off. end of this amen, month. Amen. 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 All right. You drink yellow today. Okay. So assuming this was white, which thank God it's not going to be today. <laughs> what do you use to supplement your Gary? Mm, granuts usually. Okay. You know, I'm very simple. I don't like all these extra things like milk. As a new Jebu man, I mean. like, see, you're just desecrating. <laughs> So this is a pattern because you're not the first person that they came to Just Finesse Presents as an Ijebu person <laughs> and said all they put in their Gary See, is Gary and... Yes, because like Ijebu people are like world-renowned for Gary. Like it, this is a no fact across Nigeria. Like, so do you like do you like stick your nose up at those of us who be putting Gary no, in No, no, no. See, I mean, do what you have to do, but I'm just saying like we that actually know about Gary. <laughs> okay, this is my fear now, right? <laughs> So assuming it was white girl you were drinking, you only put granuts, right? Mm-hmm. You would you put sugar? Yes, yes, yes. So now you're about to embark on a new journey. Yes. Of drinking yellow. Okay. Are you going to drink it the same way? I mean I guess it's safe to say I that you drink I don't know what's like yeah. what would be the best way like to go about this now. Cause see, you I seem can't like tell you, you the know. best. I can tell you my way. <laughs> okay, what's but the thing your is, way? I don't think you're gonna align with my way. What's your way? Let me so, hear it. So yellow gary, mm-hmm. sugar, mm-hmm. milk. Granuts. I'm. I'm not saying that you can't drink yellow guy without milk because mm-hmm. the only difference between what you said and what I said is milk. Yes. Right. But you're trying a complete new guy. I guess you're supposed <laughs> to do it. I, I guess it's safe to do it the way you would have yeah. drank white guy. Yeah. Let's then, do it. You know, adjust to taste as we go along. Mm-hmm. So as we prepare our glorious <laughs> yellow Gary, I want to ask about your academic background. Right. And the reason why I asked that is because I was exposed to Gary 
in good old secondary school <laughs> when they sent me to a boarding school in Abbey State to fend for myself oh. and fend for my life. And Gary kept me alive, right? No, so really. I kind of want to know what your, you know, secondary school experience was. Mm-hmm. Were you boarding school, day student? Oh, day student. Oh, actually. you were chopping live. For the rest of us were mean, cutting grass like, and hoe and, and machets. My school was not... Exactly, like, I mean, I don't want to bad mouth the school, but also I don't really care. Like, <laughs> my friend, what's the name of the school? I so, like, it was a what is that international something? Is that international? Now, watch that's the one that this guy went to, um, mm. at your butter. If I'm wrong, yeah, so he would know that, like, you know, it's, it's that's what cool, trenches, yeah, man. That but you were to the in yeah, so it's like, you know, it had its perks, plus it was in the middle of not in the middle, but it's in uni, like, like, so it's like. Sometimes you just like go to school and just go and chill. Like, we can like students. <laughs> so you feel like, oh, I'm chilling with my elders. <laughs> so, like, you had like his good days. But yeah, nah. this podcast just shows me how small Lagos is. <laughs> you people come, somebody told me they went to this school, and I'm like, oh, this other guest went to this school. Then I want to know, did y'all go to the same school? Were y'all in the same set? Was somebody your school father? Was somebody your junior? Like, it's very interesting how yeah, y'all, nah. you know, maneuver. And everybody kind of knows everybody in this Lagos. Sucks. So it's like, yeah. Okay, so you're a day student. Were you drinking Gary at home? Yes, no. I've been drinking Gary since. So by choice or by like, by, there like, is no food in the house. I mean, I'm sure at sometimes when I was much younger, it must have been because there was not a lot of food in the house. Okay, but like, yeah, eventually by choice. Okay, like, yeah, I don't, I don't mind the bowl of Gary Bird every two. now and then. Okay, when's the last time you drank Gary? Oof, maybe last week. Oh, okay, okay. You one of us. You one of us. You one of us. Okay, essential. Okay, you loyal. You loyal. You loyal. So on. when your album hits five million streams, you will still be drinking Gary. Yes, no. When they book you for wireless <laughs> festival in the UK, you will still be drinking yes, Gary. No. <laughs> when you do O2, you will still be drinking Gary. This okay. Yes. Okay. Of course. Okay. All right. All right. Of so, course. um, where'd you go to university? Uh, University of Reading. In the UK. Ooh, so you job bad after secondary school. Yeah. You took your way and said, bye, y'all. <laughs> I did A-levels here and then I left immediately. Okay. Um, yeah. Was that always the plan? Did something happen? No, it wasn't the plan, actually. Initially. Talk to me. Like, because I, I still wrote, like, jam and all those things mm-hmm. to, like, go to university. Did you write there yeah. Neko, too? I wrote Neko as well. Like, see, yeah, I did I'm still all not those explaining exams. To me the well, you got, y'all tried. To be fair, like, Neko, I missed some of the papers, but I wrote, like, when you say miss some of the papers, like you weren't there to write it? Yeah. Why? I mean, my parents would probably just be finding that out if they f- hear this footage or see this footage somehow. <laughs> but like, yeah, like I figured like I don't work already and mm-hmm. I was pretty sure I would be okay with like just the work. Okay. So when you, when you wrote your exams, right? What mm-hmm. course did they give you? Do you know? For Neko. Is it Neko, right? What's the, what, which one of the exams make you know the course they're giving you to read? That's oh, it's jam. jam. It's jam. But okay. I would jam. Yeah. What, what did the jam result tell you your course was going to be? I don't I can't remember. Actually. You're just like, what's my business? I'm not even. I'm yeah, leaving. like once I found out I was about to leave, like I literally didn't care about any of those exams. So did you actually. know, did you know, Um, did your parents tell you the reason why like all of a sudden it was going to be like, you're going to the UK to go? Yes. Study. My dad, Sorry. my dad had always wanted us to like go outside the country to study. Mm-hmm. It's just we were never sure it was gonna really happen. Okay. Yeah, and then it happened for my sister, so we we're like, maybe. Okay. Yeah, so like, maybe like a couple months before, like 
before the end of my A levels, it was like, yeah, you we'll do it. And so like, I ended up going to England. Makes sense. Okay, so you go to ISL, then you drop by to go get an education abroad. Mm-hmm. How was your university experience? I enjoyed uni. Fully. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed uni in England, especially like, I, I know first year I wasn't really focused in school. Why were you not focused? Because what, your eyes are shining because you, you know you left Nigeria like, for the first time. It was time. crazy. Oh my God, white babes. <laughs> I'm not saying people oh God, should this. Plus, plus, also like, when I was, when I just got to England, I don't know if they still do that there, but like, I found out like, first year didn't count towards your final grade. Why? <laughs> like, I just, I guess they just don't want you know, people now, to you know like, so. <laughs> like, I guess they expect people to just come in and like, be uh, not serious. Be, yeah, so so, it, like, so did you now find out when did you find out that oh your first year doesn't count? This was like I a couple take... months in, and so oh, okay, like from okay. then I was just kind of reckless Cruise. in first year. Like because you so... do second year, you 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 fix up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but it was I think uni was a lot of fun for me because like I I was able to like kind of come out of my shell. I'm still like a very reserved. I'm about to say person. you still seem very reserved. Yeah, but like you still seem very reserved in a lot of ways. I think i'm much more like <laughs> this is the way this Trust is you me, much more yeah this is like yeah this is this is a lot for me <laughs> okay final question before i pick up the first thing what do you feel like contributed to why you are such a reserved person mm, i don't know I've, I've just always been like kind of a quiet like observer type of person like are your siblings like that too no my older sister is like a lot more Outgoing. Yeah. My <laughs> younger sister is the worst. Are they out in these legal streets? <laughs> my younger sister, definitely. <laughs> my older sister is like, she's she's the responsible one now, I feel like. Got you. Yeah, but my younger sister is just, she's definitely giving my parents a lot more grief. Dang. Like, I feel like she's, she's enjoying now. She's like, we... Yeah, it's what, we, it's what we like, couldn't. Yeah, we could. We like, had to suffer so Gen Z could flourish. I, like, oh, I could have never done half. That's of how it I feel for my younger siblings as well. Exactly how you I feel. know. It's cool. <laughs> all right, all right. So let's pick up the first fan. Okay. Hmm. Okay, this is a good place to start. Um, you signed with independent uh, with independent label Outer South uh, last year. So first of all, let's mm-hmm. clap for that. Congratulations. It's not, it's not beans to be signed. It's not beans to be recognized, identified. Yes. Someone to take interest in you and yes. then say they want to invest in you mm-hmm. in the way they, you know, they be doing in this yeah. music industry. So I think my questions are, how did that come about? And then um, this one is a more like advice question. What mm-hmm. do you feel like artists should look for um, in record labels before they agree to sign with them? Yeah. So wherever you'd like to start. Mm, I would say, uh, how did it come about? So let me start there. I met the head of the label. His name is Adam. Okay. Shout out to Adam. I know Adam. I know Adam yeah. by proxy of River Race. So, yeah. So I met, I met Adam like a few years back through just music distribution. Okay. Like, right? how, do you so, met him physically or like on the internet? On the internet. Okay. Like, shout out to the internet. Yeah. Shout okay. out. <laughs> so it's like we were talking through emails a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I guess he had just always like kept up with my music. Mm-hmm. And so when he had the idea for Outer South, because it's like his, he, his like passion project, I guess he always wanted to like, you know, go into the label thing mm-hmm. properly. And he, 
I was the first artist he approached to do it. And so he was like, you know, Okay, Maddo, look at you, Pioneer. Yeah, so okay. it was like, for the both of us, it was like, you know, we're kind of going into this, like knowing like it's the first mm-hmm. for on both ends. Okay, so I have a question. How do you determine... How did you determine that Adam... I mean, we're not giving that much context about Adam because, like... I mean, it's deep. Like, I don't know how I was sorry explaining to you guys who Adam is, but yeah. um, he used to... I don't know if he still works with Afri Corey. Does yeah. he still work with them? Yeah. Okay, so there's this distribution company called Afri Corey, and Adam, you know, works with them in a very, you know, large capacity. Mm-hmm. And then he now says, okay, let him start... He wants to start his own label. So I think the mm-hmm. question I want to ask you is, how do you determine... The people that reach out to you, how do you determine who has your best interest? Who's a culture yeah. vulture? Like, I want to know that. Because anybody can just DM me like, hey, bro, I love your music, bro. Like, oh, my God, you're so talented. Oh, my God. Or maybe let me even juxtapose it to myself. Like, oh, you're such a great photographer. You're such a this. You're such a this. I would love to manage you. I would love to sign you. How do you determine? What are things? What are red flags? What are green flags you find out or you you figure out in people that reach out to you saying they want to work with you? For, for me, usually, like... I've, cause I've had like a lot of these conversations. I can imagine like, <laughs> so. You're talented, so I can I've imagine. had a lot of these conversations. So for me, it's usually just like, I want, like, I have, I have to just find out who's like actually really listening to my music. Like, so how do you do it, that? You, do you quiz them? Like, oh, I don't, when, what I year don't, did I drop them? Well, I kind of can't tell from like the first few conversations we have. Like, it's, it's just that you just have to like be able to pick up on certain things. Like, if, all you're talking about is like, you know, all the things you've done for so 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 artists and so so artists. I'm like, bro, that's like incredible and amazing, but I am not so 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 artist. But it doesn't apply I to you. Exactly. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's Big like facts. at the end of the day, I feel like it's whatever situation that would be best for you as an artist to like, you know, improve and grow and evolve. Like that's the best thing. That is what you should be looking for in any sort of record label. Like You know how you said um that you want to, you know, find out if someone has actually listened to your music so they mm-hmm. actually know your sound and know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. That's so funny because there was a time I was working with River Race and um, we had dropped or they had dropped a release um, called a River Race 2-pack that I helped them with. And I remember when you first dropped, obviously the first week when you dropped something, um, you maybe start getting all these random emails, right? And there was this South African A&R that was like, that sent this very generic email where I'm pretty sure it's copy and paste. <laughs> they just X out the part where they need to replace the name of a song with another artist's song. They were like, oh, you know, I just heard your song blank. Um, You know, I'm so interested in it. we love to help you push it. Then I'm like, bro, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it's the only song you heard. Um, I'm pretty sure maybe the algorithm, maybe a playlist showed it to you and you haven't seen this name on this playlist before. So you now reach out to them with a very generic email. And I'm like, bro, Imagine now if I said, imagine maybe I was desperate or they were desperate or they didn't have someone, you know, people advising them. Maybe you just jump on the opportunity like, oh my God, somebody from South Africa has saw my music. Let's go mm-hmm. and go ahead and hear what they have to say. Oh my God, let's sign with them. And then, you know, they end up like ruining your life. So I think it's very interesting or mm-hmm. very key for artists to really share, artists that have signed successfully to mm-hmm. share to maybe people looking to sign deals. Mm-hmm. What are red flags? What are positive things you need to see in conversation? What are negative mm-hmm. things you need to see? So, Finding out if someone has access to your music, not just uh, yeah. like skim through one track, maybe yeah. use one hour on Spotify to just discover you. Listen, maybe read a couple articles about you, looked at your social media to kind of know your needs and stuff like that. I think that's mm. very important. Yes. That, 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 that's, um, that that's the case. So I guess the second question would be, and we've already started speaking about it now, what is the advice that you give to artists when they're looking at a record label that wants to sign them? 
to help them know if they should sign with that label or not. Mm. It's like I was saying, like I feel like it's it should be about what the label can do for you as an artist. Like I feel like you already know what level you currently at are at, like and you know where you want to get to as well. Like that's another thing. Like you should have a goal in mind as an artist. Like it's like any other job, like anybody does. You know, like you should want to improve and evolve. Like I said, so like I feel like it's about finding that situation that allows you to like grow the best with whatever music you're already currently making. That's why I was saying like it's very important for me that the person had actually listened to my music because me, I don't really know how to like fake a lot of things. Yeah. Like, so it's like I'm not going to change like the music <laughs> I've already somebody, been making. Imagine <laughs> someone comes to you like, oh, I've heard your music, but I want you to start making it. Like, so it's like, like I would like, I mean, I don't think I'm going to certain um, compromise on certain things. So, mm-hmm. so it's like, yes, you should be able to like the one just make sure like it's something that doesn't like you know that doesn't take away from the value of what you already have because the only reason you're having this conversation with this person is because you like their music in the first place or you saw something in their music in the first place so they should only be wanting to help you improve on that has that has that ever happened to you where they ask you to change your sound a lot of times like yeah what does Tim even look like doing I don't know what they told you to make (laughs) but I can't imagine you making any sound other than the sound you're not saying that you're not diverse and that you can't branch out and like in two years how you like it? Can I do drum roll before no, you give you? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, it's actually like this. I'm not. I'm not even going to. Damn! Talk some haters in the building are gonna hate some more. David, did you hear that? No, that's my dad. Did you hear that? He said it's not even that bad. He said it's not even. He said Yellow Gary is not even that bad. <laughs> give me ticket. I'll become a promoter for your show. Next show you have, I will. So I will do give you tickets. Um. Okay, so sorry I interrupted you to 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 hear your mm. verdict, and I'm so happy at your verdict. Yeah, yeah. But he was asking you, has anyone ever told you to come and change your sound? Yeah, a couple times. Like I've been in like negotiations where it's like they just want they just they already have like a formula, I guess, and so they're like, look, I'll put you with this producer, Facts. and you do this Facts. amount of songs, you do X things and it's like the okay, machine that's cool <laughs> mm-hmm. but like i don't think i'll be able to like deliver Facts. you know Facts. the best of what i'm trying to do so you know okay. let's just go our separate ways <laughs> so my final question before you pick up your fan is you said you should look for labels mm-hmm. and see what labels can do for you mm-hmm. half of these labels say they can do heaven and earth for you yes <laughs> and then they cannot do heaven and earth for you so and I, I don't don't I hope you don't look at this as me like being stubborn or trying to put you on the spot. But mm-hmm. like, how do you in your own experience, how do you determine that okay, this label is saying I can do this, I can play this and this mm-hmm. and this and this? How do you determine or how do you find how did you believe or trust that outer self would do that for you? Let me I not mean, use other labels. I Let's guess, use the label I, you I guess you kind of have to also do your own research to an extent. Like okay. you do and you shouldn't just go into any situation like, you know without having some knowledge of what's going on on the other side, I feel like. So it's like, 
at least like you said like i already knew adam from di- di- this distribution and so i know like he's someone who works in these like circles mm-hmm. so you so already. did you look at his work with afikori and be like yeah i liked what i like what afikori is doing so i believe that because he works at afikori then he must know mm. what he's talking about with outer self yeah but i wouldn't say that was the sole reason as well okay. like i okay. feel like that was definitely like a plus the fact that I feel like he had worked in the industry for so long was Facts. definitely a plus. Facts. But like like I said, it's like I I felt like he was genuinely interested in helping like Tim Lyry mm-hmm. as an artist. Like mm-hmm. he one of the first ever his emails he sent to me was like actually just breaking down like a lot of my songs and like the music and it was talking about songs from like when I was on SoundCloud and Facts. so I'm like okay Facts. like Facts. You actually went to listen to a lot of my music before. Like, you're not just coming to, like, meet me to say, like, let's do one. And to Adam's, like, not, I don't want to say it's Adam's defense, but, like, shout out to Adam because I remember when your music was dropping mm-hmm. and he was reaching out to me, he was sending me press releases. He really believed in you. Like, he, like, <laughs> when he speak about you, you know that it's not like, oh, I just got one black kid from Africa yeah. that I'm just going to use because I, uh, Africa is hot right now and I just yeah. want to invest in him. Like, he really actually no, believed yeah. in the sound. So, mm-hmm. Adam and you aligning and Outer South aligning yeah. makes sense. So, yeah. Awesome. So, whenever you're ready, please do me the honors of picking up the fan mm. in front of you. Okay. In your 2018 interview with ABN Radio UK, you mentioned that it took a while for you to find confidence as an artist. What could make a formerly trained musician such as yourself have self-doubt? A good question. Um, I don't know. I feel like everybody would can relate to like you know mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's like it's it's the classic like imposter syndrome, syndrome. kind of thing. It's like mm-hmm. you've been doing something for so long, and even if you feel like you're getting better at it, or if you feel like you've gotten to a level where you know. You shouldn't be more. But this is the thing for like some people, maybe like, okay, boom, producer can't play instruments. Mm-hmm. They can feel like, okay, cause I can't do this. Am I really a producer? But then you, you know, can play guitar, yeah. keys, bass, guitar, organ. You know, you can sing, you can write songs. So what was, what was the thing? Yeah. What was the thing? I think for me, it was just the fact that things were taking so long. Because, like, I mean, maybe for a lot of people who maybe have just found my music now, I'm, I am a new artist, which, like, I understand, like, perfectly. You're but always like, going to be a new artist to somebody. Yeah, so it's like, but, like, realistically, I've been, like, putting music out since, like, 2012. So it's like, you know, in my mind, it's like I've been doing this long enough to have, like, done certain things. Or at least that's how I felt at the time. So it's like... Yeah, man, you go through those, like, motions sometimes where it's just, like, you know, maybe I should, you know, be doing something else. But, you know, you just have to bring yourself back. Mm. I think there's multiple things to unpack in the questioning and response, right? Before I even do that, you said formally trained. You went to school for music? Uh, yes, like, from when I was younger, I'd been taking, like, all sorts of, like, music exams and things are your, like that. Are your parents into music? I come from like a long line of choir masters Context. and organists. <laughs> like, so what you were singing in the church, Abby? Yeah. And when you were fine, they put you in the front. Oh, Timmy, go and sing this thing. Go sing this solo. Go and sing this solo. Yeah. And you was killing it. Okay, 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 okay. Now I see the context to your question. Now, so the first thing that resonated with me very deeply is how you mm. said you have like you can be doing a, a skill or like be doing something for a very long time, and it's just not popping off for you. 
Mm-hmm. And then it finally, like, you're finally in the spot, like, you're finally getting these opportunities, and then you're kind of like second guessing yourself, like, wow, like, <clears throat> am I really as good? Like, I'm here. This don't make no sense. Like, I was doing this for seven years, maybe doing it for fun, doing it casually. Now I'm doing it professionally. Am I equipped enough? Am I worthy enough? Am I confident enough to do this thing in this, you know, in this professional manner? I know I suffer that. I'm suffering that as of like, even now, like, I am like this, mm-hmm. like, with all the different. You know, things I do, I'm like, okay, they're picking up traction and, and it's like, mm-hmm. what happens when the spotlight is not on you? You don't want to shy away like, no, 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 I'm not ready. Or, you know, oh, it's not perfect yet. Oh, it's not, it's not, it's not to this level yet before the world starts seeing it and stuff like that. So I deeply resonate with what you said mm-hmm. regarding that. And then, um, you know, just sitting there, like, we all go through this. Like, no matter, I, dare I say, maybe Beyonce be having like, <laughs> imposter syndrome. I don't know. No, she never, she don't, she don't show point, it. She probably has felt yeah, it Yeah, like, point. you know, there's sometimes where she's just like, bro, am I, okay, let's say, let's even use to now, this is just speculation, this is just discussion for the podcast. I'm mm-hmm. not saying I know this stuff. But she decided to take a really huge, you know, leap and drop this house, you know, song, this house inspired mm-hmm. single that she just dropped. Um, kind of maybe foreshadowing that her upcoming album is going to be very influenced by this genre that is popping up, you know, since mm-hmm. I'm a piano and now house is getting this, you know, flowers and stuff. Excuse me. It's global flowers. Who's to say she wasn't in the studio? Like, guys, should we really drop this? Like, <laughs> I know I'm like an award Grammy. Award I catch Grammy. for it. <laughs> like, should we really drop yeah, this thing real. that is very completely left of field from mm-hmm. single ladies and lemonade and, you know, black is king. So we all go through this, right? Yeah. So I think if anyone hears this, you know, our conversation, just knowing that if you feel like that, understand that every single, almost oh, every yeah. single person feels like that and that it's not uncommon yeah. and you can work through it and understand that like a lot of times our thoughts are not reality. Like mm-hmm. it can be your reality because you're the one feeling it and thinking it, but in the outside world and in the grand scheme of things, it's not your reality. Imagine you telling me you're not confident as an artist, <laughs> but I've seen you perform. I've heard your music. Mm-hmm. The music don't sound like someone that's not confident <laughs> and I've seen you perform. And even though you're a reserved person, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't look like lack of confidence mm-hmm. that is doing you when I'm seeing you perform. Mm-hmm. So it's an internal thing and it's yeah. a personal thing, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have anything to do with how the outside world perceives you. So yeah, yeah that's dope. That's dope. Um, okay. So as you're enjoying this yellow Gary that can soon turn to Eba, if you don't, if you don't add one time, be added. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. As you have learned how Gary, our lovely Gary, soaks you now know how to do it next time. See this yellow Gary learning curve. Is my mine is not mine is not soaking. This is not like. This is not on brand for Ijebu people, so... Don't worry. They will They will be happy <laughs> that you try new experiences and they will not shame you when you go home. Okay, let me pick up the next fan. <clears throat> okay, so we kind of spoke about... Not spoke about this, but it was mentioned in our conversation so far. You are an honorary member of the quote-unquote SoundCloud era. Mm-hmm. Do you accept that claim? Yeah. It's not, it's not an insult, right? No, it's, it's not. It's not an insult. Like, how people be like... Some people say, oh, this person's all telling like, no, 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 I'm not all telling. So y'all don't feel like that when someone says you're a SoundCloud artist? Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I don't. Like, I mean, I, I, I'm fully appreciative of what that SoundCloud, like, era did. Like, it was very important. Okay. I feel like artists might, like myself would definitely not have as much as a, sh- of, as a shot, like, as we do today. Makes sense. If Makes not sense. for that whole SoundCloud thing. Facts. Okay. Um... So I guess the question you've, you've already started to answer is, would you say that you being a part of the SoundCloud era um, helped you in any way and how? So you've already said, yes, it has helped mm-hmm. you, but maybe you can elaborate on the ways that mm-hmm. being a SoundCloud artist 
um has helped you? I think it's like a lot of I was able to experiment a lot on SoundCloud. Yeah. And if you listen to my music, that's essentially what it is. It's like how can I like do as many things as possible in a sensible way? <laughs> so it's like on SoundCloud I was able to just like put out anything I wanted to put out literally. No labels disturbing in- you, exactly, nobody's telling you get, this is not gonna stream well. Do you know what I mean? I and like- just get instant reactions of people. So mm-hmm. it's like I think SoundCloud really helped me like find my feeds a lot in terms of what I wanted to do sonically. And so definitely like I I needed it more than most people. <laughs> it's so interesting because I'm thinking about just what SoundCloud did um uh, for at least for Nigerian artists, for um artists of Nigerian descent who use that mm-hmm. as a tool to say if radio won't play me, if TV mm-hmm. won't play me, if y'all won't play me, I'm going to just put myself on SoundCloud, yeah. share the link, anyone who sees it can interact with it, right? Yeah. and how big SoundCloud was for us. And now SoundCloud, this is like a product, this is like from a product standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. SoundCloud is now the app that if somebody wants to send you a brand, I'm about to drop EP, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. send you the, they're using SoundCloud <laughs> as, the, um, so as the platform to share a release music to get people's <laughs> opinion. And I'm like, do they know that? Like, They know now, like, I mean. No, they, I don't think they do. Because mm-hmm. like, they know that all these other guys are giving more value because things they can't change their, the only way they can compete with Spotify would they would have to change their like core whatever mm-hmm. which is that you know but SoundCloud paying. is a streaming service it's a streaming service but it's just and I think they've monetized it they now they've well. started the monetization it but it's still not as like they're still trying to keep that free you know creative freedom and everything as opposed to like Spotify where it's straight business so I feel like Shit is so crazy now yeah. with like all the other platforms out. They, I don't even know how they would even I want to even regain their market share. They had yeah. a lot of market share back then. It, well, did. I can't speak for America. In Shia, in Shia Africa or Shia Nigeria, mm. that was what like people were like, bro, I'm going on SoundCloud and I'm streaming. Sound, I'm going to be on the SoundCloud app for five hours. No, just letting true. the thing play like radio or play like um online radio. Like what we do for Spotify radio now and like mm-hmm. maybe Apple Music radio. That's what SoundCloud was for us. Now that thing is a file sharing app. Like, bro, <laughs> I'm about to drop an EP or you, yeah. a distributor is talking to you. A distributor is like, oh, show us, send us your EP. You're sending them SoundCloud link. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's other platforms that I think they use in the West that are more um, detailed, have more features. I can't, there's one that I can't remember the name that you send this one, you send this like music supervisors or director, like different people that need to see the music and the metadata of your music. Mm. There's these platforms that will compile all that together and then you can send it out. But SoundCloud is like the easiest way. Like, bro, send me your SoundCloud link. It's a private link. You do, It's only people that you share it to that can see it. And I'm like, from a product designer's perspective, I wonder what SoundCloud can do to either tap into this and understand that, yo, they are literally using your your platform to secure deals <laughs> and secure record <laughs> contracts. Um or yeah, like find giving more features to maybe recording artists who, you know, need to do like really fast file sharing. Like Bro, WhatsApp is even even higher than SoundCloud when you're talking about sending files to, files to somebody. You record in the Facts. studio. <laughs> you, you, you go to David's studio, you record. Oh, guys, send me the thing. You just send it WhatsApp. You have the version you just record in the studio so you can go home and write more or like, you know, produce more or send yeah. it to someone you want to feature or something like that. So like SoundCloud is really not yeah. harnessing it's, it's their potential. They're like, you know, not filling the gaps in the market like they used so, to. I always thought they could come back until TikTok. Do you get what I'm saying? Why, like, why it's things like TikTok, TikTok that make it like, like, long Because that TikTok them, bro, algorithm, like, you can't beat it. You can't. You can't like, beat that I algorithm. I feel like that's 
literally the craziest but thing is it right fair, now. But is it fair to compare That's SoundCloud the, to TikTok? Because you're not using... Yes, you're using... You're not... But I feel like the game just isn't fair anymore. <laughs> like, it's not fair. But what I'm trying to respond to you is that with t- TikTok and SoundCloud are both in music discovery, but TikTok music discovery is not that like raw, like, yo, I want to find and discover new artists. You true. are discovering viral songs that true, you just don't know true, the name true, yet. True. There's so many songs that have gone viral and it's like, bro, this thing probably went viral on TikTok. They're from TikTok. It penetrates into Instagram. But the last thing, I mean, TikTok is also a reflection of like, like attention span has reduced, you know, mm-hmm. for the general populace. SoundCloud, you need to have like, it's for pe- if you can sit down and listen. Bro, I'll say one thing that I want to ask my question that would be the next fan. First, to be so proclaiming that we're becoming stupider <laughs> and dumber. <laughs> okay, let me not say dumb because I learned this thing you shouldn't be saying dumb. We have become less intelligent by bracing our shoulders. We have short attention span. You're not going to be proud. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm saying not you, you. Not no, no, you. I'm saying but society, it, doesn't mean, it doesn't mean people have become. Mm-mm. Society should not be proud that our attention span is going down. When I was a child, you give me 300 page book. I'll read that book in three days. I cannot even read an academic article without my brain be like, bro, I, I need to check my phone. Oh, someone must message me on WhatsApp. Oh, they have an email. Or oh, I have them on Instagram. That, we're not supposed to be happy that our attention span is going down. And I say this because, okay, so I started this, I started this series where I make slow motion content, right? I'm very big on like, yo, appreciating every single moment that happens, appreciating the subtle moments, right? I'm trying to make content. And I'm there having anxiety because I'm like, bro, this thing is not 30 seconds or less. Or I'm not, I don't know how to do those reels where they'll put 100 clips in one 20 second reel. Like, I can't do that. Like, my brain cannot do that. I tried to make content in Kenya where I was like, okay, let me take short, short clips. They'll come and mash it into a 15 second reel. I'm not, I don't feel led to do that. I feel led to make my two minute reel and post it on um, Instagram and not have to care about the algorithm because it's not short or because we have short attention span. So it's so unfair when, not so unfair. It's like I don't. I'm not proud to say my attention span is now short. Yes, that's the trend of no, society. No, it's not a diss. It is. You no, know, it's not a diss in a marketing sense, right? Everybody's like, oh, short, bite-sized content. But think about it on the deeper scale of things. We cannot read. Like somebody, <laughs> somebody will say, don't make a video three minutes or longer because nobody will read. It has affected music industry. Back then, we used to make four-minute songs. Now, make sure your song is two minutes, 59 seconds, <laughs> so that it's going to be easier for streaming. Mm. Or make it so that the way you mix it is that the end will loop into the beginning. So before mm. you know, you've heard the song five times. Like, yes, the, the, the market and marketing and promotion in the music industry is adapting to the fact that we have short attention span, right? But in the grand scheme of things, we should not have a short attention span. You should be able to sit there and have a conversation with somebody I'm even scared to have deep conversation with people because I'm like, bro, after five minutes, the person will tap out. They'll start checking their phone. They'll start doing like this. I don't want to talk to you no more. You're not focused on what we're talking about. Mm. So it has affected every single aspect of our lives. This whole, we have short attention. And we're proud to say, we should not be proud <laughs> to say that we cannot sit for 30 minutes and watch something. Or be saying, oh, you have to make this thing shorter because people will not stream it. People will not listen. Yeah, you should do it because you're trying to make money and it's a commercial business. Fine. But we, you should actually deeply have be like be introspective and say, why can't I sit here for twenty minutes and, and listen to something? Why do we always have to scrunch everything? I know life is hectic and overwhelming. Every day we see a new tragedy outside. You're you're on social media where a hundred events will happen in the same day. You don't even know how to compartmentalize all the events. <laughs> something happens, killing here, um, tragedy here, massacre here, on the same Twitter, on the same Instagram. Mm. So I, I get it. 
like like the world events have even made our attention span to be short. Some of us want to escape. Like, bro, I don't want to be seen. Tragedy, 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 tragedy. Or maybe let's look at the other side of the spectrum. Maybe all my friends are blowing me. I'm still in the same um, same level, and I'm seeing this thing fifty times a day. Your your attention span will, will, will shrink because you you can't even it's not even humanly advisable to re, to receive all this content. So now we're just by side by side by side so that our mm. brain can can receive everything. But I don't think it's good. That's all I'm saying. Sorry for that rant. You know, we have these things where I begin to set very deep inside nah, my you body. Back, you uh, but no, it's not a tattoo because because it's no, not no, you. No, no. It's the world. Even me. Like I but said, I cannot read. Is, and so I think it's all... I think eventually people will now start wanting long content again. When? That's the it's coming. That's, I feel like that's why I'll finish. No, it's not easy. Reason it now. Eventually, music will get to a point where it's like one minute. It's already one minute, Seth. Shout out to Pink Mattress. Oh, we don't have enough time. I need to ask, bro. Back then, we used to do high life. Yo, like fifteen minutes long. Yo, Nobody would change the freaking diet. What are you telling me? Now we're doing. Now, now we have to. You have to do song two, two minutes fifty nine seconds. Question, and the, like last thing on this, have you guys listened to the new Chris Brown? I haven't. Heard. Chris Brown, what song album? The, the album. new album, Breezy. I haven't heard I haven't, the album. I've only really just heard that whiskey song. What I was listening, boy. It's not even. It's like yo, this is too long, man. <laughs> I say it's too long, guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no. Final question. Let me ask you Bro, something. Chris Brown is like notorious for like long. He did albums. a fifty-nine no, track, forty something track album. Like, and was begging us. This how like, like, you have to stream. Like, Step like, one: bro, open on. your app. Step two: let this be play even when you're sleeping. Like he knows what he's doing. I don't know. Maybe he's trying to get out of the deal. I don't know. But he's trying, maybe trying to give him enough products so that he can get out yeah. from whatever. I don't know. Um, but the question I want to ask you, right? As someone who has benefited from the SoundCloud era, mm-hmm. and then we just discussed how SoundCloud has literally like lost market share. As an artist, right? Let's say yeah. I was a SoundCloud product designer or product manager, right? And mm. I was like doing a survey of like what new features can we give artists to make them like use our, our platform more. What is something as an artist that she would like? I hope somebody from SoundCloud hears this episode. <laughs> see how we're just giving them free game. What are some features or what are some things you would love for SoundCloud to do for you as an artist that will make you want to use the app mm. or use a platform beyond a file sharing of music? I don't know. I, I don't know. They would just have to do something. That's the thing. They would have to do something that would make them be able to compete with like all these Spotify and well, at least like now. the main music apps. Like okay. you don't have to necessarily compete with people like TikTok. Like that's I understand TikTok is just a monster of its own, like doing something mm-hmm. completely different. Mm-hmm. But like you, like we said, like at some point, SoundCloud was like literally the place to go to find like new artists and new music and anyone with sort of like new ideas essentially so and they're so already doing if, everything that Spotify and South, and Apple Music they're just not doing it well yes like so I feel like it is I mean I don't know how they would be able to like you know compete with those people unless they they adopt the same model so it's like I don't know if they will have to go and have their own sound club like streaming whatever the way like Spotify has their app set up or mm-hmm. the way like because those were, I feel like I use Spotify a lot more now because that's just because like I like how their algorithm works, like how it uh, helps me like find new artists. The SoundCloud, SoundCloud have al- used it, to be that. So, does like, it give you um, they've insights? Ch- they've changed their whole thing now. Mm-hmm. The last time I was on SoundCloud, like it's not the same way it was like the last time I was there. Like so, it's now a lot of the things I see on my SoundCloud feed are just like DJ mixes or like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, or just like random demos from like people. Like nobody's actually really posting 
anything. So your album is not on SoundCloud? I feel like they probably just put snippets of it. That's what all these artists do now. So like, I think the label must have put like, maybe Dude, like a 30 second. Like, yeah. I, I think it's not available in Nigeria. It's not available on SoundCloud. No, no, no. no I knew like they would put like, I thought they would at least put these snippets. <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? You see, that's what because, they do. They're no, not, no. Forget, they're not <laughs> forget us. Those of us that were supporting them now. This one that label doing so. No, be. Let's email out of South now. Make it available in Nigeria, please. Yeah, I know you don't, use, I know you don't get money from here, but like, you know, we're still the home base. But like I said, it's like, I feel like it, it, it's probably just those like 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of artists do that kind of thing where they just put like to preview their album mm-hmm. because they know like SoundCloud is probably not going to get them a lot in terms of streams or like money. Oh, this is such so a that's what it is. I feel like it's it's just, they have a lot of ground to gain up. Like they have a lot of ground okay, to gain up. Okay, how do you pick up that fan? I want to ask you, Kosi, what would, as a producer, what could SoundCloud do to get you to use their platform? Two things because I've thought about it before. The first thing is if they can create an algorithm that uh, directs me to people that I could collaborate, like people that would match my sound that I can collaborate with. So you want SoundCloud to do Tinder for you? <laughs> no, but like the no, thing no, no, no. is, that's the thing. But it's like from a producer, st- that's like, very real. Like I understand why he would say something right. like that. Like yes. just, just give you a list. Yeah, of, like literally, the artists <laughs> may have similar tastes in collaboration with you or something like that. I don't. I think that's not wild. That's not a wild thing. And then to the second idea would be like, you know, if they could, I don't know how they would do it, Shah. But let's say they shall find like you know all the upcoming artists from this place, that place, that place, and then like every year they would like you know, put a project together, you know. Yeah, we're asking SoundCloud to start doing product management and A&R and all this stuff. Give us more That's not a product. I don't think that's a product (laughs) thing. That's more so maybe a marketing thing. That's a different thing. So it's just our first thing then, I guess. That's not a bad idea. Especially artists that are willing to collaborate. If you're not willing to collaborate, get off my platform. But if you're not, not these proud artists, I'll be like, yeah, let me look at your followers. Let me look at your deal. Let me go look at your streams. If I like your streams, then maybe I'll I'll collab with you. Like people who are just unadulterated, like I don't care where you're from, I don't care what you do. As long as we sign contracts and sign splits and stuff, mm-hmm. let's collaborate. I think that would be really, really dope. So like I said, if you from SoundCloud and you hear this, yeah. they're not using your music, they're only using your app to share musical for <laughs> to get deals, but they're not shasting on the app more longer than 30 minutes. So y'all, you know, do with that information as you will. But without further ado. Come and read that fan. Mm. You're a multi-instrumentalist, engineer, producer, singer. What are some of the pros and cons of being multi-hyphenate? First of all, you need to That's explain to people what's multi-hyphenate. <laughs> because I can't lie. I never heard of that word. Big English. <laughs> no, not until today. So, um, a journalist from Amaka Studios wrote an article about me. And when they were asking me the question, they said multi-hyphenate, I said... Give yourself gunshots now. <laughs> no, I give myself gunshots. <laughs> Even though they just had a, gun, a shooting in Chicago, like, like yesterday. So I don't even... Mm-hmm. I, it's like, we're going to remove this gunshot from this from this keypad. But it's fine. Um, And they called me a multi-hyphenate. I said, what is that? So I went to go look up, look it up. So I want you to read what the definition is. It should be uh, bloody proud when someone calls you <laughs> a multi-hyphenate. Because after you is you. After your papa is his papa. Okay? <laughs> Okay, so let's get the straight from Oxford Dictionary meaning. The white man's dictionary, now what? <laughs> a person or a celebrity with several professional, with several skills or professions. 
Only you. No, no, say the skills again. You say the skills, I'll do a gunshot, please. Let's do it again, let's do it again, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Okay, you're a multi-instrumentalist, engineer, producer, and singer. Yes, like it's a lot sometimes, but I think you just uh, I'm a lot more I'm a lot better with like sharing my time, you know, between all these things. Before I feel like I was just trying to just do as much as I could. Right. Because Again, me, I was always just going to find a way to work in the music industry. So I wanted to like have like a wider skill set than most people anyways. Chill. So are you saying that you're saying in order for me to infiltrate this industry, let me just be as talented as hell in every single thing. So the one that hits, that's the one I'm going to Literally, that was my thoughts initially. That was how I was thinking initially. Like, look, like, I feel like the more I do, the better a shot I have, basically. That was my initial thinking. Okay. So now, let me ask you. Mm -hmm. Now that you've entered, Mm -hmm. by proxy of being a performing artist, do all the other ones go to the back burner? Not necessarily, no. Because it's like, for something like production, for example, something I've always done and I probably will still always do. It's just, I feel like now I just have to prioritize my own time a lot more than I had to before. Okay. Because now I'm actually an artist doing artist things, like a performing artist doing right. like my own like thing as well. So it's like now I have to just kind of prioritize my time a lot more than I would before. Which of these skills are suffering the most because you're a performing artist? Mm funny enough I would say it's the production I wouldn't say it's like suffering in the not sense suffering that in terms of like you, you suck now you still not a producer yeah. but like you probably <laughs> not a producer for as many much, people yeah, like, do you promote that you are a producer like that now yeah I do I do promote it a little more now but like it's just at some point there I was just like so busy like recording mm-hmm. and like doing and there was a point where I didn't even have like I didn't. I was just like mixing, like doing engineering work. I was just doing a bunch of like mixing and mastering for people. Like mm-hmm. I was mixing Elo's album. I was mixing Mojo's stuff. I was mixing, and this was for like three to five months at some points. Mm-hmm. And so, like a lot of things just kind of took the back burner. And then, and then when I started dropping the album stuff as well, I kind of just focused on that as well. So like, but it's something where it's like once once I get into the studio and get into a flow, mm-hmm. like it usually just kind of goes from there. So. Okay, so even though I feel like maybe you've answered it within your amazing response, give me one pro and one con of, of being a multi-hyphenate. I think the pro is definitely the fact that you have a lot to offer. I feel like when I end up in rooms with other artists and just other collaborators, it's like there are a lot of different ways in which I could help. Mm-hmm. So it's like that was definitely the major pro. Okay. The con would be yeah, sometimes you can't focus. <laughs> okay. Because it's like you're trying to do too much. Mm-hmm. So I'd say if you ever find yourself in that situation, you just kind of have to take a step back and see what would work best for you at the time and just focus on that. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Okay. Is there... um. Is there any skill you wish you had? Like, okay, you already have too many skills for like 100 <laughs> people. Eh? But is there a skill you wish you have, like you had, that you don't currently have? Do you know, the one thing I wish, I wish I knew how to like, uh, like 
paint or like draw like really? actual fine arts like is that what they call it like I wish I had that talent like that skill. now did you wish you had I it for it. like personal reason or did you wish you had it so that you can like I don't know like do your own album art or like no, advance like, yourself in the I industry I just I find it, I just find arts like a lot I, I just find it interesting like and I feel like people who can do that it's like I just feel like it's just such a unique talent to have like it's is I can barely like draw like I can even draw a circle. an orange so it's like you. do you know what I mean I feel you I feel you yeah. okay alright mm-hmm. let me pick up the last fan do we have time for it yeah we got time like Ari's thick man bro that mm-hmm. one is thick like thick with three C's I don't want to say three K's I think my own it's because you're not a professional don't mm-hmm. worry as you continue you should practice at home just drink it one more time <laughs> in the comfort of your home without cameras in your face and a mic in your mouth <laughs> and you might perfect it okay <laughs> Haha, <laughs> what a great way to end this. Okay. Um, I don't even know why we said recently, because this is not even a recent problem. This is a this is a this is a lifelong problem <laughs> since the beginning of the industry. Um but Nigerian artists let me just read the question, like I said. It says recently, Nigerian artists have been catching heat for their performances. <laughs> for example, um Benson's most recent Afro Nation performance. So the question is. What do you think makes a great performance and what steps do you take to cater to your audience? Mm-hmm. I think um All right, before you even <laughs> answer the question, what's your what's your take or what's your opinion on the fact of of, of Benson's performance at Afro Nation? I saw that video, it was tough. <laughs> I don't know how to I love to how you said it was tough. Yeah, like I I do I I can't really defend it's like I saw like because uh, who was it? There was a video on Twitter as well. There was a girl on Twitter who was talking about these artists as well, like she mentioned. And I saw like Omali reply to her. A lovely light skin, like, probably non-Nigerian. <laughs> <laughs> Omali replied that it was like, oh, the Afro Nation. They apparently had problems with the mic and all these things, and they had a lot of sound issues. I'm like, okay, not Lamba now. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Not the Lamba. Nobody, they can never, I've never, you cannot answer as eloquently and multi in a thread and even tell her, I give you VIP passes for the next show. He cannot do that for one of us. No. Wait, is that what he, what? he did it, he answered a light skin, foreign, probably not like dream, foreign thing. Yeah, saying that, oh, don't worry, next show, yeah. I give VIP. He said, oh, he said you give her VIP yes. passes. That, he, that she should, that she should hit him up. Meaning that he's encouraging her to DM oh him. <laughs> if any of us try to DM on my lay, how many, what's the likelihood he's going to respond to any of us? <laughs> anyway, continue. No, that's funny. I didn't know you do that. But I think, um, artists, I think some artists need to do better because like, to at the end straight, of the day, not, I think so. No, no, no. no. A lot Come of on. artists need to do better because the thing is, <clears throat> a lot of these people, they've listened to your songs over and over and over mm-hmm. again. So, if I come to your show, like, I probably don't want to listen. I don't want to be there for the God knows how long I'm going to be there. And you're putting the mic in my mouth the whole time <laughs> to sing this song for you. Right. Come on. Oh, <laughs> like, man. So it's like, I think a lot of the time artists just like go on these stages and they will just do the bare minimum because it's like, at the end of the day, I know I'm going to get my check or whatever. But like, nice. you still owe it to your fans at the very least. If even if you don't necessarily like care about any other thing, like you should care about like the fans like that appreciate your music that much to be there for you. 
So it's like me personally, I don't know how other artists operate, but me personally, I take my time to like rehearse and like you know and do all these things before performance. So are you the stressful. type that like can be in the mirror with like a hairbrush and be like doing vocal <laughs> exercises and actually performing your tracks? Mm, maybe your not house. necessarily in the mirror in the mirror with the hairbrush, but like yes, I would like. There'll be times when it's just me and maybe just in the car or like just mm-hmm. in the room. Mm-hmm. Just like going over like songs and things like that, just so I can be on. Especially if like I have a performance, like so it's like you need to just be. Yeah, I feel like we just need to put in. It's like I always I compare it to like athletes. Sometimes I feel like artists are kind of in that same vein. Where it's like no, no, no. I'm. I know why I'm saying this. I feel like you. You just you have to. I don't I don't disagree with what you're saying. I'm, I'm, I'm laughing because LOL that an artist will actually that the average or the I don't want to say the average, but like the the standard Afro pop act yeah. will sit there, you tell them, Oh yeah, go and go to the gym three hours a day. <laughs> go and do like, breath exercises. Yeah, so that like you, nobody you wants t- to put in the actual work in the oh background. Like so there's weird. a lot of work okay. that goes into like performance and just mm. like like but there's it, a lot of artists that don't even know. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's like if you want excuse. to, if you that's want, like you've gotten to that point that's as an artist. No, like, so, so, no, no, so that's not an excuse. It's, it's bro. not an excuse. Like, bro, the fact that he's new is is so not an excuse. Wait, 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 wait. No, let, okay, fine. Let's wait, give him the floor. Wait, let me so, see how you're For the sake of conversation, let me play the other side. This is 2022. Omar, did he start popping like 2020? Yes. I'm waiting for you to land. You haven't landed. I mean, maybe my guy is still, you know, no. finding his feet. <laughs> no. Bro, that's no. impossible. You cannot tell me O'Malley is finding his feet <laughs> no. in 2022. No. You, I, you know what? I can, I can, the only way I can slight, okay. I can semi-agree with you with you're saying this is new. I don't want to use this as new. You can say that they jumped, like they fell into stardom, right? Yeah. So maybe they, they, this, the song or their, their stardom is blowing faster than them. Faster than they can train for. Which is very fast. Most of these guys, they have one hit song that takes them from zero to 1,000. And before you know, it's from one minute you're sleeping in your studio mm-hmm. with your guys in the mainland. And mm-hmm. now they're flying you to London, flying you to Dubai, flying you here, flying you here, flying you here to do performance. I can understand that, oh, you went from being like this to being like this and you haven't trained or you haven't built up stamina and endurance to now perform at the level that your, that your star power requires of you. I can understand that. But I cannot... I cannot accept it's new to anybody. No, it's not. Before you became blown, right? You how many artists do you hear them as them in in a, in um interview? Who's your favorite artist? They'll be naming artists that are freaking fire stage performers. Like, okay, fine, their music moves you. Why can't their stage performance move you? And why can't the presence that they command on stage move See, you enough to want some to be people like people don't have the look like Luxury what? Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> you guys are attacking me, man. Okay. Sorry, so, sorry, sorry. We're not attacking. <laughs> nah, I'm joking. Okay. So like um, it's not everywhere in Nigeria that like has good sound system and wait now and like if you, are, if you are used to performing <laughs> in places where the infrastructure is so par and then uh, they give you what is that you're going to countries where okay you're saying that because they're performing in, in um low than low quality condition right that when they now go to a place where there's high quality condition they can't compete is that what you're saying because if I get okay fine you said we don't use we don't use for example right I've hosted multiple shows, right? I've gone to some of these shows to sound check. You go to sound check, you do all that damn sound check. The night of the show, the the time 
when it's time to do the show, the th- all the dialing that they dialed on the sounds, <laughs> that's not what is even on your mic. You're sharing mic with 10 artists, right? You're, there's no in-ear monitor. I don't, I have barely seen that many shows where they're using in-ear monitor. Um, when you even do sound check, I don't even know how many of those artists do rehearsal with their band. At some time, I think they even meet the band either the day of or hours before the actual show, right? Mm-hmm. Fine. You, 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 and then you're also in, a, you're also in a, in a, in a culture where it's like, you can't stick your mic out and everybody would just be singing because, mm-hmm. I mean, what do you want? Like, I'm not even blaming the fans again. Like, what? <laughs> these people will still buy tickets to go see people's show. December yeah. will come, able to use their heart or salary and be paid for all these different shows or unless you have VIP access or you can be a part of Tim's entourage and he can carry you <laughs> to show. But now, you go abroad where there's in-ear, whether uh, world-class sound or maybe sound significantly better than the country you're coming from, um, you get sound check. Um, uh, what is it called? You have, dare I say, not to insult, you know, the sound engineers or the people who, you know, do this amazing work that they do. Like the people that, despite our circumstances, they still try. You have maybe foreign trained sound engineer. Maybe those ones they went to school in Yankee or UK or West and and learned sound engineer. Maybe that might even. I'm not saying this to sli- to shade um, <clears throat> nationals who are sound engineers. What I'm saying is. You have all these things that should work in your favor and you still go to this country and you still misbehave like that. It's not about, it's not about he's new and they <laughs> were in a low. No, those people, they think they can carry that lazy attitude. And it's so, it's difficult yeah, to even talk like, about this because I'm fans of these people. Like I'm fans of the music I'm hearing on Spotify. Like I, I will listen to these people's music on Spotify. I'll be in my house. I'll dance to it. But if you tell me not to spend my hard-earned money, it's different. Cause okay, five k ticket is different than fifty dollars tickets or hundred dollars ticket to go and see them abroad. Five k, I can close my eyes. Ten k <laughs> is a little tight, but I can close my eyes. Then the nature of the work. I mean, maybe people are giving me tickets to go, and then I can now capture it or you know whatever, right? Mm. But you tell me spend pound. Mm. Or dollar for them to come and do FX. the lazy to, to, to do that lazy work. So people even travel like my play tickets. Bro, imagine you, she, the, the girl was probably saying the video from a hotel room. So she bought a hotel, bought flight ticket like he said, bought the tickets that should go to Afro Nation, bought the clothes to be a baddie on the beach. Then you're paying for SoundCloud, uh, you're paying for Spotify Premium every month. That's why even hearing this song, you're even hearing them putting in all the playlists and all the algorithm. So the, the marketing and like all this stuff has fed the song to you for you to like it by force. You're not liking enough to go and go travel to go and hear the song, and then you're hearing that thing, and it's painful. Like I said, because I like Ben's, I like like his music is cool. Yeah. These artists that they're consistently criticizing. Their music is cool when you listen to it in the comfort of your home where after it's been mixed and mastered by sound engineers and producers and multi-hyphenate people. But then when it's time to actually perform on stage, like, it's embarrassing. And I remember, I'm sorry I'm hugging this conversation because my, my chest is very high like this. I remember when I used to, crit- I don't criticize people's music no more. I stopped because I'm like, there's no points. This thing that everybody's here doing, Twitter spaces of 20,000 people, people are making the same trend. I remember when I used to be like, I'm happy that they're having these important conversations because it's important and it's engaging for those artists. Whether it's good mm-hmm. uh, publicity or bad publicity, it's still driving people to to them, right? I stopped criticizing because I'm just like, you are doing, you're criticizing something that these people are not going to change anytime soon. Mm-hmm. You are stressing yourself out. That's why I said, let me go to my corner of the industry and be highlighting the aspects of the industry I like, which is what? The music videos, music video production, BTS photography, or highlighting artists that I've 
like I've I've interacted with them on a personal level. I know they can sing. I know this. I've heard him sing live. No, no, um, backing track. He sang on top of a band. It was a small. It was a small. It was at Tommy Thomas's Higher Vibration. Yeah. I think I heard you perform. And yeah. like I can vouch for this person. And it's crazy because it's like okay, thank God you're not signed. You know, you mm-hmm. have you know a, a running machine behind you, right? Yeah. I thought I saw somebody tweet how they booked Buju for sorry they booked Benson for a wedding. I don't know what happened. Midway through, they say he dropped the mic and walked out. The reason why I'm bringing this up, right? And it's so funny because I have to post this guy's pictures like on my flex list today because I took pictures of him during finesse video shoot. So it's just like, this is this is why I don't like criticizing anybody because it's like, bro, let me just highlight the parts of you that are great. He was great on set. The song is fire. But then it's like, okay, when you now have to perform, like it's not, it's not, maybe it's not matching. The reason why I bring that up is because it's like, okay, someone like this would kill it at a wedding. Someone like this would kill it at a lot. Like the the opportunities that these guys get because the, their music is so blown, where they're making so much bloody money. Like, okay, fine, we say money's from shows. These people are flying all over the world for shows to the point where I think some of them are turning it down probably because they're too booked. Mm-hmm. You have artists like this who can actually perform, right? Who sit there and do the vocal exercise and the vocal training or whatever. Who have been training their voice from young. Nobody's booking them for wedding yet. Nobody's booking. Did they book you for affirmation? Did they call you and say come Ooh, to affirmation? We're still waiting for them. We're still waiting me. for them to pick up the call, like to call me, whatever thing. Like we're yeah. there's so many people that if they were given the opportunities that um these Afro pop stars are being given, they would kill it. But mm. their music isn't commercial yet. It's still on the mm. maybe alternative lane. It's still for niche audiences, so they don't get those opportunities. So that's what frustrates me because it's like, bro, we have representatives in our country that like. Because think about it, when these artists go abroad, they're rep- they're Nigerian representatives. They're ambassadors for us in these countries, right? And it's like the people that have the poppy music, right? The performance doesn't pop with the music. And then they're representing us outside. And then we're being slandered like this. But there's rep- there's Nigerian ambassadors like Tim, like um, so many other people that have given the opportunity they would rep us well. And I would be proud to say, yo, this guy came from my country. This guy can sing. This guy is, you know, holding us down in Portugal, in Yankee, in UK. But that's besides the point. I'm sorry that I hogged the conversation again. Um, yeah. Damn. Sorry. <laughs> I need to drink water. But no, that's besides the point. That's so good. Any... <sighs> so, um... Yeah, ask who do question. you... In terms of, like, performance, who's, like, the artist that's number one for you? Like, all time? Mm, all time, whoa. I don't know. There's a lot of performers I like. I enjoyed watching. Like, uh, give us, give us three, three. Mm-hmm. That your favorite? Not to do all time because I might be a bit. Lighter. Currently, I'd say Barbo is currently one of my favorite performers. I never expected. That's one someone I never expected. Like, why? I don't know. But I just feel like, particular at least particularly over like the last year, he has like gotten like considerably better than he was. Was there a time that Burner Boy's performances sucked? I won't say they sucked, but now it's just like on a level. Never sucked, it's like it never now it's sucked. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like chill. But now it's just like on a, it's like on a different level. Yeah. You get what I mean? Okay. Um, who else? Asha is one of my favorite performers. That's only just because I, I got to see her perform live once. Mm-hmm. And because she's one of my favorite artists as well. So it was just like a whole thing. Facts. <laughs> I was having a moment. I saw Bruno Mars once live. Damn. Really? What country? In England. He was, he, like, he really is good. 
Trust me, it was literally one of the most insane experiences of my life. Like, I don't think I've seen any artist like perform on that level ever. Because he like he also had like a whole like maybe like ten piece band. Like he was playing the guitar, he was playing the piano, <laughs> he was doing all sorts of crazy things. And I'm just like, bro, what? Just, <laughs> what about what about you? Um, that was yeah. Burner Boy just makes it so hard to love this man. Like, I would say Burner Boy, but then I'm just like, bro, am I supposed to be saying Burner Boy when this guy literally is like beating up the whole world and like wounding the whole world? I don't know. So I'm a bit contentious about that one. But if I were to separate the art from the artist, which I don't normally do, but like for the sake of this conversation, Burner Boy, right? I've seen him on sets. The way, like when they put the camera on, like this man knows all the movements to make, all the things to do. It's not like they have to do chop, 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 cut, cut in post-production to make it look like he's lively. He's actually lively, even on set. Then um, seeing him perform, I mean, I, I think I, I would love to see him perform like outside of Nigeria um, because I'm pretty, like the way artists perform in Nigeria versus outside is very night and day. Um, so he was from, Madison Square level. <laughs> you know, like, I, so I think Burner Boy is really fire. Um, someone who else I think is really fire who's like, you know, in this new crop of like, you know, budding talent is Lojay. Um, I was able to travel to Dubai and like cover him for like this fest, this concert they had in Dubai called Afro World. And like, we went to a dress rehearsal with like dancers and stuff. And like, you could tell that this person actually gives a damn about, I didn't, like nobody's paying me to say this. He gives a damn about his performance, right? He cares about it. Even if maybe it may not be able to always translate in Nigeria because, well, all the maybe shortcomings we have, right? Like, how many times, how many times can you probably get a dancer to come and do, like, a a, um, a sexy dance moves to, like, a song that you have that's very sensual? Maybe it's not as common here. Um, and then, like, even with bands and stuff, like, you can perform, perform, perform with the band. Sometimes you you come on the day of the night in Nigeria and then things are just, like, there's just malfunctions, whether it's lights, sound, whatever. Uh, but Lojay is someone who I think is really who takes his craft or perform it, the performance side of his craft very seriously along with his music. Um, I saw Ashao like very recently for the first time ever live. Really good. And she even do too much. Yeah. She even do too much. This one that they'll be jumping up and down for us on stage and be telling us, can you say what I'm singing? Like, she didn't even do too much and it was commanding. Like, my eyes were glued to this woman the whole time. From her subtle movements to how she went and navigated the stage, her voice. Ugh. Imagine if you you, you you can even by voice alone and just stand there can command a pre- like command presence from 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 an audience if it's possible. Um, so Burna Boy Lojay, um, S God is someone that I think um, I've not seen her perform on like a big stage yet, but like the small the small the smaller more intimate stages she's been on, she knows how to command like. She know how to, she's rapping. She's, she, she's confident in what she's rapping about. So that's someone that I also um, think is really good. Solis is good as well. But like I said, I haven't seen, I haven't seen these people on like, as God and Solis, I haven't seen them on, on big stages yet, but intimate stages, they command presence. Like the 50 people in that room will be looking at that person or looking at, at those women as they're performing. So those are my current faves right now. Do you want to say your own? Do you want to feel among? Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. So, caveman, mad, love caveman, mad, goddamn, mad. He's <sighs> not for gay. You just left it for him to say. Caveman. He's unanimous. That one is. I haven't seen saying. this dude live, but I watched his Coachella thing. Uh, Masego. 
Yes. Mad. Are we, are we doing Outside of Nigeria too? Yeah. Oh. Yes. And, uh, right there, we have a longer list. Elo <laughs> had his thing in March and that was he, he killed his, uh, Elo. Okay. Okay. But the Elo's live a good band. Yeah. Elo's a good one. And, um, let me see, let me see. This is a while, I saw P-Square a while back, at least a couple years ago. Them and Acorn. That shit was crazy. <laughs> That shit was crazy. No, like that, that, that makes a lot of that sense. Shit was crazy. I, I can imagine like a P square being like an insane act life, like considering. <laughs> I saw them I saw them like a long time like I think it was in college. I saw them in a show in, in they America. They've been doing all sorts of crazy things. Oh, like I don't even know if they did too much, but like first of all it's P Square. Yeah. Second of all, they're singing live. I think people don't understand the power of like actually using your vocals and not bringing the MP3 to come and play behind you, <laughs> the power in that. Like, if I can tell you can sing, like, I forgot to put my brother. My brother, my brother can bloody perform. My brother's a rapper. He's in California. I always talk about him or I talk about him as much as I can. He can perform. That's why sometimes I cannot accept mediocrity because I'm like, bro, in my own bloodline like this, <laughs> that means maybe if I want this to be an artist now, maybe as my brother is doing like that, maybe I'll just tap from him and I'll be doing, I won't be here doing just medi- mediocrity. But that's besides <laughs> the point. Anyway, um, there's power in just knowing how to just sing live. Like, you could probably, like I said, you could probably stand there, have a powerful voice, and you're at least captivating half the audience. If you can't dance, you bring dancers. Or you you tell, you work with the, with the lighting people to give you, like, lights that'll move to the, the, the mm. percussion of your music. I don't know. But, like, this thing is embarrassing. <laughs> Afrobeats to the world, Afrobeats to the world, and we're not matching the... The it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> no, no. It's uh, eventually, I feel like it will get to that level. How... Oh, it's you, just, it you, takes, you, it takes time. Time. Like, these things take time. time. It's, it's I feel like, this is, that's another thing. Like, it's I feel like, time. for, this is like the first time in a long time where there's this, like, many eyes, like, this much attention on Nigeria's music industry. Won't that ginger you to say, okay, let me do 50 push-ups so I can, so I can increase my breath <laughs> it's true, control. It's true, you're right. That's it's not an issue of time. That's like, okay, tomorrow, I'm going to stop eating I'm gonna start sacrificing or no, um, so, things that I don't that are unhealthy for me to eat, so I can increase my stamina. Like no. that's that was not so about maybe, time. Maybe now that people are calling them out. Oh, now that Ebos are calling them out, they will not answer. And association. So we do this thing yeah. called word association. Okay. I say a word, and you give me a song that has that word in the lyrics. Okay. Okay. I. Oh, my brain is sharp enough for that. You, you, be- you better beat me because I usually win this game. I usually win. So, uh, so who's okay. going first? No, I'll let you go first. This okay. is your no, house. I'll, I'll go first. Okay. I'll go first. Your house. Class. Class. After Mickey Mouse. <laughs> uh, damn, I'm out. By class. Even Giancarlo, with the new shit. You know, even me, I was searching oh my, my brain, but I couldn't find one. Okay. <laughs> Tim. Boy. American boy. <laughs> That's Where'd you give this guy? All right, okay. Jess. Mama. Hey, mama. What? I, I want to scream so loud for you. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, and uh, let okay, me tell you what okay, I'm okay. about to do. Tim, fire. Mm. Uh, 
fire, fire. Let the size sounds like your fire. That's my own song. Which song is it? Oh, it's your song. See, automatic point, whether we heard it or not. Okay. Fire is such an easy one. I Bro, feel like I should fire, have found fire, like five, five six songs. And then you had like five, six, damn. That's what I'm saying. I feel like it's the pressure. The pressure it's is the pressure like, for real. Just. Ting. Ting or Ting. things. Ping Ting called Addison something something yeah, Addison Lee notes. Addison Lee. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ping Ting, right? He's in the song. Ping Ting like, Ping Ting's like five songs already. <laughs> uh, Tim, Kamikaze. Bro, what kind of what? <laughs> you don't muscle that. Bro, what? They don't do really gross. Yeah. Which one is really Kamikaze? Uh, kamikaze on the Kendro level. Oh, God. <laughs> Who's that? That's Lumeti, Lumeti, Kamakazi Oniki. Ah, wow. And I just wow, watched wow, the wow. Afrobeats. Uh, See, it's just is buried too deep in my memory. That's the problem. Oh man. <laughs> okay. Jess. Cash. I'm addicted to cash, 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 cash. Not me, you they do. Tim. Jealousy. Jealousy. You know that song up here. That's an old ass song. Like, song, like this is a song okay. from okay. way back. Jealousy. Jealousy. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like Tribesmen or something. I Serere. think. Like, yeah. Um, I bought a Serere. Mm. Okay. Yeah. We got two words left. Okay. Tim. So. So, like S O S O U L. So, so brain work. So, heart and soul. I fell in love with you, heart and soul. I don't know what the name of the song is, but like that's how it goes. I don't know and the I, song. You don't know the song. It's a real song. I promise you, Google <laughs> it right now. <laughs> it exists. I feel inclined to give it based on. But I would have used um, if, if it was me I would have said satisfy my soul okay fair enough mm. give, give, I would have even said break my soul break my soul that's in point so yeah man I just kiss um that tennis song kiss I don't need for your kiss boom so the winner is Tim are you counting the points how do you count the points? Thank you. I'd put one, one, one for each one you get right. Just, <laughs> I like, I like no, to think, man. <laughs> How many did I miss? It's you not missed, just one. I missed the first one. You missed like two. What two? Was it three? I can't, you missed, um, let me say, I can't remember. Did you miss what class? You, you missed class. You won't, but let me just, I know I missed class. You missed class. Mm-hmm. You missed, I can't remember the words I asked you. Give me a sec. Hey, no, you must remember the words as you're giving him, he's the winner. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Um, who did I ask boy? He asked, he asked me him, boy. And he got it. American boy. Did I ask fire? No, yes. He, asked he, fire. He, he, he got it wrong. I got, no, no, I got it. I got it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, yeah. fast. He got it. He got, I got it. Oh, wait, too. You see? You I think know. it was only Kamikaze I missed. That was the only one I missed. Wait, wait. You, didn't, you missed Ting. No, no you got Ting. You got Ting. Ting, oh, Addison. Mm-hmm. You got Mama. Mm-hmm. You got Cash. Mm-hmm. 
Ah oui, mystique, mystique. Non, non, it's an honor to lose to you. Whether I lost it, <laughs> genuinely, you, I didn't. Maybe you see, you see, you see, you see, you see, you see how politics used to do. You see, but it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Okay, so now we have a song of the week. Okay, so you just give us a song that. Uh, the song is going to play out at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. So it would be nice if it's an independent artist or someone that isn't signed to like a major that would take it down. So just a song that you're feeling that you've been listening to recently. Rap Jason by Mojo. Yes. Come on. Do, are you going to mix a master Trap Life crew? Yes. <laughs> yes. You did, you did the Lord's work. Thank Anyways, um, Tim, it was a pleasure having you thank on. Thank you. Thank you. It was um, fun. Like I'm very happy I got to learn a little bit more about you because, like I said, I didn't see you out and about. I didn't know that much about you, but I like you know it was really cool that you chopped it up with us. Thank you. Thank you. Try yellow gari under <laughs> less pressure, just circumstances, yes, and yes, tell yes. me how it is. I'm definitely a lot more open to it now. I than love I was it here. Before coming I'm here. here. I'm converting y'all one by one. So, I'm converting y'all. Ijo who will not be angry. Don't worry. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but yes. Without further ado, we just had Timmy Larry on. Um, that's it, right? Almost. Say I it think. again. Tim Lyre. Timmy Lyre. Tim Lyre. Tim Lyre. Yes. Tim Lyre. I'm going to say that 10 times in the mirror today. <laughs> um, we just had Tim on Just Finesse Presents. And without further ado, we are out. Orisha. I be the rap chick, don't jack in one my lips, and I'm a raps lit, be the king package, yeah. Stay true, all of them eyes stay good, all of my guys break rules, I meet the captain, the cruise. I be the hardest since I enter markets, till I enter caskets, better talents, me not better assets, me not cheddar magnets, special blackness, not influential actress, I the enter strapless, no possible make me and the mental brackets, my shots to enter targets, Agbarika, no rapasika. No harder nigga, we ganja me for the claro cabarica, but don't care about me ga. Then the play do me when I want to drink something. Yeah, come see something. When I'm in my country stunting, give a buff thing long thing. I be the rap J Don't jack in one my lips. And I'm a raps lit you. Be the king package you. Yeah. Stay true. All of them eyes stay good. All of my guys break rules. I mean the captain, the cruise. Atsu. Atsu. I reach there with my crew. my crew As I reach there three years old to I could be kangaroo Then the play do me when I want to drink something yeah. Come see something Come see When something. I'm in my country stunting Give a buff thing long thing I feel blow the salary Plus the house went on it go casually Go deep like submarine, embarrass them with the flow normally. No, Rap chase to no ordinary, now I they know if you take me go Calvary. Who test become casualty, I'm on a tongue by tongue, my guy Sabali. I know they wear fake designer chains, I be LV made in China. You get babe, she won't me final, she know they inside cause I day inside now. Only rape me tied down, why they hot dogs with the day me wide down. My men don't play, so the day we find out. If you send them go me, take me wine house. Level pass level, be careful. God pass devil, be thankful. We get food, my life being eventful. Now the shows are 100% full. Bogba, my man feel I'm back, but I want Bogba verse. I see stands at bar, not Bogba. My way ganja, shine off, Bogba stressed in Bessara. I made gems and M's. I made way more hitters than friends. I made more paper than spent. I made money when I lay on my bed. Young Aristo, show strong, can I be smoke if you choke? If you go farm, say if you smoke, cheat code. As I wake up, now be smoke, big smoke. It's all rug on the cheese. I be the rap, J. Don't jack in one my lips. And I'm a raps, lit, Jew. Be the king package, Jew. Yeah. 
stay true. All of them eyes, they glued. All of my guys break rules. I meet the captain, the cruise. 